Smuggly guy. All right. You know, if, um, Rob, the thing that people like to hear about when people record a podcast is about how podcasters podcast. And so I thought, since that is probably the number one topic on anybody's agenda, which is not really true, I'm being sarcastic, I got a new, um, I got a new boom arm for my microphone. I'm just going to put it out there because, Ooh. yeah, I'm, in my, I'm, I'm now recording in my bedroom instead of my old office that got flooded. And I had this old boom arm that I've had really since you and I started this show, I think. And it was fine. But I need a little bit more flexibility for moving the microphone around. And so I got this thing by Elgato, which is, you know, that's what all the cool kids use are all the Elgato lights and streaming tools so that you can be so you can be a Twitch, a Twitch streamer. And this is a it's nice in that it's got kind of like a a plastic um, shell around the arm itself, which, you know, does no exposed springs makes it helps make it quieter. And you can kind of tuck the cabling inside it so there aren't wires everywhere and it has a, just a greater range of motion than my old one so i'm really i'm pretty pleased with it so far so i'll a uh, little little uh, endorsement of this arm it's, this is the first place i've ever mentioned this so this is uh, this is big news it's only i've only had it for like a week well now you got yeah i'm i'm, I'm still using all the all the crap equipment that, that i bought when we started <laughs> this i mean the the arm that I bought, I mean, it's, it's a, I'm looking at it now, it's like, this is weird, horrible looking metal thing. It doesn't really hold the microphone steady, um, so I just have to not move very much. Yeah. Um, and, and, because I've still got the Blue Yeti, which is quite a heavy microphone. It, it really is. isn't built for that, like, it just doesn't hold it up properly. It's yeah. It works, it does the job. I, maybe when i move and i'm gonna get a new desk and stuff i might buy something nicer maybe i'll treat myself to a new microphone yeah this actually has a a weight that you can add to it because the some microphones like you said are heavy and don't need the weight but others are fairly light and they need it so that the the arm doesn't go shooting up and so i actually have the weight weight installed with mine but uh but yeah that's i don't know it's fine i the old one i had you know there's a lot of stuff about audio equipment that you don't really need to have anything very fancy. I, mine was like, a, I think, a $15 arm that I used for, I don't know, seven years. That was a lot like one of those extended arms on a desk lamp, you know, except instead of a light bulb at the end of it, there's a, a little place to put a microphone. So it works worked just like that. But I don't know, this seemed, this looks a little nicer and it's in my bedroom. So it uh, it kind of helps that it looks nicer and it is it does have more motion, range of motion which i like a lot yeah definitely well what what on the street Joel, is that you finally managed to get a ps5 right it's you know what it's incredibly difficult to get a ps5 until it isn't and then all of a sudden it's not and i there's part of the story that i haven't even told you but Yesterday, so I've been, we're getting ready to launch a bunch of stuff at Mac Stories. And so I've basically been sitting at my desk in front of my iMac for, you know, long hours every single day. And I do need to take a break though. And so I'm, you know, scroll through Twitter once in a while. And I've, in the last two or three months, I've been, I've been following a few of those, those Twitter, those Twitter um, accounts that, you know, tell you when there's somebody's, got some inventory of ps5s available and usually by the time i see them even if it's only a minute or two later they're just gone but i I still if i happen upon these you know right at the moment they happen to be tweeted i'll give it a shot and i've i've tried with walmart and target and best buy which are 
you know, three of the bigger retailers here in the U.S. And once in a while, I would also try Sony because Sony's been doing this thing where they'll drop a bunch of PS5s and they have this weird system where you get into a queue and you just sit there. And at some point, you exit the queue. And typically when I've done that, you know, it'll say an hour to wait, a half an hour to wait. You know, you wait for a long period of time and you get to the end of it and they say, oh, everything's gone, sorry. And this time though, I got on, and this was with Sony, and I got on about eight minutes before it started and I waited and I was doing other stuff. I wasn't paying very close attention. Uh, and I, I screenshotted it, of course, and sent it to Federico and said something to the effect of, I don't know why I'm still doing this to myself because it's so it, it's such a distraction to have that, <laughs> that, that cue going in the background. Because if you're going to do it, you don't want to miss it. And, and I had things to do, but it was kind of like late in the day and I was mostly done with what I wanted to get done and I, I needed a break. So I was just kind of keeping one eye on that. And eventually it so it started out where it was like oh this will be more you're going to be on here for more than an hour i thought oh great so but very quickly it went to half an hour then 15 minutes and all of a sudden it you, you know you don't do anything because they say don't refresh because essentially that'll throw you to the back of the queue i think and it dumped me into the store and i looked i was like oh there's a button to buy. But, you know, I've been fooled by the buy button before. Walmart is famously, <laughs> Walmart famously lets you get everything into the cart, put in all your information, and then say, oh, I'm sorry, it's gone, which is super frustrating. But, uh, but I was there, so I was like, all right. So I hit it. I was like, oh, it's in my cart. Okay. So I went over to the cart, and I went through the whole checkout process, and bang, it, I, it said, here's your confirmation. You're getting a PS5. But it didn't have any, it didn't tell me anything other than, you've got a PS5. I, I don't, didn't tell me when or what, what the deal was in terms of the shipping and all that kind of thing. But during the checkout process, I did notice that it had free expedited delivery, uh, which, you know, for something that costs that much, I'm, I think that that's kind of appropriate. But, uh, but yeah, so I, I picked the expedited delivery and checked back in a couple of times last night and then again this morning to see what was going on. And then all of a sudden, I got an email from FedEx because I've got an account with them and said, oh, you're getting a package from Sony tomorrow. So I went from ordering yesterday to having a PS5 tomorrow, which is kind of amazing because I really didn't expect it to come that fast. I was very happy that I finally got one. Um, but in a way it's way too soon because I'm not ready yet. I've got all this Mac stories stuff that we're launching and I can't really deal with the PS five until sometime next week at the earliest. But, uh, but yeah, we'll, we'll see. I mean, it's, uh, I'll, I'm sure we'll get it set up tomorrow night and I'll, I'll take a, a quick run through with, with some game or another. Yeah. I mean, I suspect the nice thing about it is cause it's got the built in game. Like which is Astro's Playroom. Like, that's right. the kind of thing that you can just jump in for five minutes, half an hour. That is... Um, you know, it's, it's it's not some big, huge thing where you've got to be like, right, I'm going to play Ratchet and Clank now, and it's going to take me 20 hours. And Right. That's exactly what I was thinking I would I would probably do first, is play that game. Since it'll kind of... Re- I, I also realized yesterday that because it's been nine months since the PS5 came out, and because I was so frustrated with the entire process of trying to get one, I just stopped paying attention to PS5 news, and I had kind of forgotten what all the benefits 
of the PS5R. And it'll be, you know, I know that the load times are really low and it's got a really good dual sense controller and all that stuff. But, uh, but I'm looking forward to kind of rediscovering what the PS5 does because I haven't really paid that close of attention. Now, I don't have a 4K TV yet, so I do have to, I do have to solve that problem relatively soon too. But I think I'm just going to be happy to play these games for a while. The, the other thing about this is if I had had my choice, I would have bought the digital-only version because I really don't like having discs. But that, the disc version was all that was available. So I grabbed that. And, you know, I mean, I guess the good thing is, is that you can usually get games for some sort of discount on Amazon if it's a physical disc and you never get that with digital. So I figure that extra $100, I'll eventually kind of make that back over the course of a couple of years probably. Oh, definitely. I mean, the, the other nice thing is, is like if you buy a PS4 game that happens to be discounted because they're generally a bit cheaper mm-hmm. and it comes with the PS5 upgrade, ah, right. you can do that. Like I saw it. That's a good I point. Mean, not that I recommend this game, but like Cyberpunk is $10 at Best Buy right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, for PS4, and eventually there's a PS5 version coming out. Yeah, um, that's interesting. And, and yes, you know, Cyberpunk's a terrible example. Nobody should play that. But, <laughs> you know, there are loads of games like that where, um, you know, you get the PS5 upgrade. Like, I see people doing it all the time. You know, they just buy the PS4 version because there's functionally, there's no difference. Like, you put a disc in and you still play the version. So, right, right. Um, as you say, you maybe don't want discs necessarily, but it's definitely a good way of, of saving sometimes a significant amount of money. Yeah, no, I know. I was thinking about that because a lot of times, if it's not a game, if it's not like a day and date release, you know, you can save $10 pretty easily. So, you know, with 10 games, I could, I could be, uh, I could have covered that pretty easily. So somewhere in the 10 to 15 game range, I figure I'll be able to. I'll be able to kind of cover that extra cost, but it's coming and it's coming soon. Uh, I guess I'll I'll take a little I'll sneak away for a little while this weekend and give it a give it a whirl as I take a break from everything we're doing over at Mac Story. So that'll be it'll be fun. I'm looking forward to it finally, and I'll enjoy it in you know brilliant 1080p for the time being, which I know is kind of sad, but but I really didn't expect to have I expected to have a TV before I had a PS5 at this point yeah definitely I'm, I'm glad you've got one but you're right like it's sort of it's definitely come out of nowhere there seems to be a whole surge of stock like i've seen game in the uk i think i've had stock the last four days in oh really interesting yeah i haven't um, been paying very close attention lately and i just happened upon this this tweet yesterday and and got in like shortly before the queue formed yeah well let me tell you about what could have been a way worse week <laughs> yeah so, like, me and Jess, we haven't been away, as most people haven't, for the last sort of 18 months. Right. you know, the world has been happening. Um, and we were on Airbnb, like, a month ago, um, looking through the, the ones that we'd favorited that we maybe wanted to visit at some point. And pretty much everything's booked up, because everyone's just staying in the UK. Like, nobody's flying out abroad to Spain and sure. whatever other places people go. Um, and then there's this place that we'd saved, and it's like a converted windmill. Um, on the grounds of an old mill, uh, which is now just a house and, 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 you know, it's a farm and stuff like that. Um, And they had availability. They had, like, three days available, two nights, I think. Um, And it was pretty expensive. We were like, nope, we're going to book it. We're going to go away for a couple of days. This will be really nice. Um, And it's ten minutes away from a zoo. 
So we booked some zoo tickets and we thought, this is going to be great. We drive up there and it's like a two hour drive or something. Uh-huh. Um, which just a bit, I know you're American, but a two hour drive is <laughs> that's, a, that's a big day out for a UK person. That's almost um, all the way to Scotland at that point, right? <laughs> um, and, you know, we're driving there. We stopped at the supermarket. You know, we're maybe like 25 minutes away from from the place we were staying. We stopped at the supermarket, grabbed some food for the evening and the week, and, you know, the couple of days we were there. Sure. And then we're driving there. We must be about. 10 miles maybe five miles away from the airbnb and the car just cuts out in traffic oh no just just it just stopped whole engine stopped everything can't get it started battery's dead um wow two different guys got out of their cars and we pushed it to try and jump start it wasn't having any of it tried to put the hazard lights on they weren't running either like the battery was completely dead that's really strange Um, like while you were driving the battery died uh, yeah i mean we we were in like stop start traffic so i don't know if it was a stall or not i don't sure but you know it it just stopped we can't put the hazards on it's like a country road and two lanes but it it's inconvenient that we're broken down there (laughs) right Um, (laughs) do you know what i mean like it's not and and the way the verge was like the grass verge next to the road the the guys who helped push like we could not get it up onto the grass verge to be out of the way so you know we're just in the road um and thankfully we realized our breakdown cover had expired about 3 weeks ago and we bought some <laughs> uh, <laughs> if we hadn't um this would have been way worse um now bear in mind we phoned them up we phoned the breakdown people and they said oh what county are you in yeah and, I don't know. I yeah, literally don't I know. No I just idea typed in a postcode. We just typed in a postcode and drove for two hours. Like I, I, lit- I don't know what town we're in. I don't know what county this is. Um, of course, there's barely any signal because it's the middle of the countryside as well. Right. Um, after it takes like twenty minutes for us and the and the woman at the breakdown place to work out exactly where we are, and she says, "Yeah, okay, no problem. We'll send somebody out." Get a text from him. It's like, "Yeah, we'll be there in ninety minutes." Oh um, wow we're stood on the side of a road there's a huge queue of traffic and i just have to sort of make this awkward smile at people as they drive past <laughs> um you know a few people sort of shouted shouted at us because we didn't have our hazards on and like the battery's dead there's nothing i can uh, right. do like i can't right. <laughs> literally can't do anything oh no um eventually the breakdown guy turns up a little bit earlier um and we were pretty thankful we'd been to the supermarket because we were just eating our food on the side of the road. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. At least you had provisions. Right, exactly. Um, guy turns up, uses this sort of like battery jumper thing to start the car again. Mm-hmm. Um, and he basically said to us, he's like, yeah, you need a new battery. Yeah, or this is just going to happen if, again the next time you turn off the car or whatever. Right. He said, like, if you stall again, you're not going to, it's not going to start again and we won't help you because obviously the breakdown people have been right right the problem is we bought cheap breakdown as well like they weren't going to tow us if they could get the car started (laughs) that was it they weren't interested um so like jess drove i think probably the carefulest she's ever driven (laughs) to make sure that like she didn't stall or whatever um and we just found the the garage that was nearest the airbnb right um of course it was closed this was like eight o'clock at night by this point oh geez um and it was about a mile away from the airbnb so we we dumped the car in the car park we put a note 
because it was like a council car park. And we're like, are oh, we going to get a ticket overnight? Because oh, there was right, no right, machine, right. but it said there was no machine or anything for tickets, but it said like, don't park here overnight. Right. Um, so we just left a note written on a, a McDonald's napkin that just said, <laughs> battery dead, <laughs> waiting for the garage to open at 8 a.m. Oh, um, man. And then I chucked all the bags on my back and the shopping, and I just donkey mulled it up the road for a mile with wow. Jess. Um, and, and like in this time, like we'd been texting the, the host of the Airbnb, and she's like, "Oh, that's awful." And um, eventually, like we got there, and, and I said, "Oh, look, you know, we've dumped at the garage. First thing, can you give us? Is there a taxi company? Because we need to get to the zoo tomorrow." Um, and then she said, uh, "What what garage have you taken it to?" And we told her. She went, "Oh, I know him. Like this is a little village." She's like, "Oh, I yeah. know Bobby. It's no problem." She was like, "Leave it with me. I'll sort it all out. I'll give you a lift to the zoo in the morning." Um, so like this horrible evening turned into the next day. This woman texted us at like eight o'clock because you know, she lives on the property, but sort of texted us and said, "It's no problem at all. Drop the keys down. They'll get it fixed today. I'll give you a lift to the zoo." Um, and then she phoned me at like three thirty and was like, "Yeah, car's ready for you to pick up. Um, just go down and pay for it." So like, it could have been way worse. I mean, if we were staying sure. at just like a chain hotel, like there would have been nobody to help us at that point, right? Um, but like this woman just made it so easy. It was like, great, we just get to go off to the zoo for the day. Yeah, that is perfect. Like, That's really dealt, nice. Like the only time we spoke to the garage was to walk in and say. With the, you've got my car? Like, we haven't spoken to you. <laughs> like, you've got our car. Can we pay for this new battery? Um, so yeah, that was our like two days that was supposed to be relaxing. Wow, how was the windmill? <laughs> I know that you had some geese that were uh there honking at you a little bit, right? Oh, the geese, yeah. I mean, I joked about this on Twitter, but I'm like, those geese must have clocked us straight away. They're right, city folk, we're gonna make as much <laughs> noise as we can at six o'clock in the morning. Um, but no, I mean the windmill was really nice. I mean, you saw it from the picture. Like that right. was like that was the front garden of the house, basically. Wow. Uh, you wow. know, there's like there's geese and a lake and there was like a little bench that you could sit on and oh, nice. some bridges and, and we didn't really get a chance, it was only two days, but like there's loads of walks you can do. It's a fairly substantial bit of land. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's a working farm so much. I think it's more um just the Airbnbs and stuff like that. But um but yeah, like you know, it was really nice, um, and and a couple of friends are going to go there now because we recommended it. So, oh, cool. Um, all in all, it wasn't awful. But I think on the whenever it was Wednesday, I think we drove up. Like that evening, we were just like, "This is the worst. Like this is just awful." Like, you know, what are the chances? One of the like, fir- we- yeah, one of the first things that happened to us during the pandemic was we drove so little in the early months that our car died in the garage and we had to have someone come out and jump the battery then too. <laughs> yeah, that was something Jess was doing in the beginning of the pandemic was she went out every like Saturday to the car right. and just drove it right the one minute round the block just to make sure it was still running. Yeah, <laughs> and we did that for a while too and then one day then I just think I got out of the habit and eventually it died in the in the garage. So, yeah, it's been fine since then. That's that's quite a story. I mean, that kind of thing always sucks, especially when you're you're trying to get away and have a low stress, you know, couple of days away from the usual and instead you're thrown into this figuring out not only how to get to where you're going, but how to get your car working again and and still enjoy your vacation. 
yeah, yeah. And then I, the last sort of funny bit of it was obviously that this woman, you know, the host, she gave us a lift to the zoo, which was really nice of her. And, and you know, she was lovely. And she, when she dropped us off, she said, oh, I don't think I'll be able to pick you up. And I'm like, I wasn't expecting you to. Like, this is, you know, <laughs> we don't pay for this. Um, we said, no, no, it's fine. We'll get a taxi in a city we don't know. In a county, we don't know. Like we were just like I ended up going up to one of the people behind the zoo, the zoo counter, and I'm like, "It's a taxi company. Like, what town am I even in?" And they, like they gave us a number and stuff because we phoned one place and they were like, "Oh, we're 50 miles away from there." I was like, "Right, okay, it's not that's one." <laughs> yeah, no, we we'll do it, but it's going to cost you 200 pounds or something. I mean that that was exactly what the guy said. He's like, I mean, we can, but it's going to cost a lot. Like, it's like <laughs> yeah. you, you know, this is not wrong company. I was like, okay, fair enough. Um, <laughs> you know, but all in all, it wasn't it wasn't completely terrible. It was just sort of this underlying stress while we we're at the zoo. Cause yeah, because like, don't right. Well, are you are you going to get your car back? Will you be able? Will it be ready before you have to go home and all that stuff? Right, because at that point, I'd already started looking up like cheap chain hotels nearby in case we had to stay longer because it's like well right this airbnb doesn't have space because you know right. it's busy so i was like okay well we're just gonna have to go pay for a hotel and stay here for a couple of days because otherwise it would have cost us 100 odd quid on the train or something to get home sure and then the car would still be stuck at this place so it's like <laughs> sure yeah wow that's quite an adventure it's quite an adventure mm. wow yeah I'm, I'm hoping the next time we go away it won't be quite that bad <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Have you ever watched I got to ask you about a TV show. Have you ever watched there's a show that is Now I know Jeremy Clarkson is not a very beloved figure these days, but he has a TV show that I think is on the maybe it was on the BBC, but whatever it was on, it's where he becomes a farmer. Have you seen this? Yes, now this is a prime original. It's um, Oh, is yes, it? Okay. Yes, it is. Um I loved it. I mean, I, I thought it was so good. Yeah, Jennifer's um, been watching just, it, and I watched one with her, but I haven't seen all of them. But she she's really enjoyed it. Um, it yeah, it's it, it sounds it is kind of funny. Yeah, I mean, watching it though, it sort of confirms what I've always thought about Jeremy Clarkson. And you know, you're right; he's not particularly sort of beloved. No, um, he's also a mean watch- guy. He's awfully hard on people. He's you know, he's he, you can see how he got into the pickle he did with his his show in terms of you know he was mm-hmm. he was abusive to people who worked for him and it's pretty clear that he's he's kind of a he's i don't know i don't even know how to describe him but he's obviously not a very nice person some a lot of the time no um but but i feel like with the farm show he still sort of some of that came across, but you can almost see him more of a normal person because, like, that's his farm. That's you know, like, where yeah, he that's is, true. Rather than being the persona that they all play on Top Gear and Grand Tour and stuff like that, and yeah, right. I mean, he's you know, don't punch people just for whatever reason. Like, just don't do that. But um, it was kind of interesting to see him not in the sort of Top Gear driving cars mode. Right, um, right, right. Yeah, and I just and, and that, it was just very funny to see. It's one of those you know fish out of water city boy trying to become a farmer in the countryside of England type of type of TV shows, and it, and all the hilarity that ensues with the with the farmers who are the people that he considers maybe the simpletons who are who know what they're doing and and actually make things happen, where he's just kind of spinning his wheels, not getting his his crops in on time, and having trouble with his sheep and all these things. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I was watching. I think, God, I would be exactly like this. Yeah, 
you know this is just like it's so not what i'm built for you know in an apocalypse i'm useless i do computers like those are the skills i have (laughs) right i can't you know and the same with him like what's his skill his skill is driving and like presenting tv shows like he can't it can't be a farmer. That's just not the skill set. It's just completely different. Right, right. He buys the fancy German tractor at the beginning, which is really pretty f- where the, you know, like the uh, the attachments don't work because they're not the, the right kind because it's a German tractor and not one from the UK or whatever. It's kind of, it was right. interesting. Yeah. I mean, and speaking of farming and supply chains, um, Nando's are out of chicken, chicken in the UK. Oh, and no. closed 50 stores. Oh no! I I don't know about the Nando's around here, but we've had some of the same problems, especially with chicken in the U.S. Uh, I've I've been to places like the Chipotle Grill, which is you know Mexican food, and they'll say we we have no we have no chicken tacos anymore, and I don't know about like the fried chicken uh, restaurants, but it has been a problem here too. The other thing, there's like a lot of weird shortages in the U.S. of things like ketchup packets became very uh, high in demand and rare because I guess so many people were doing takeaway for the, you know, instead of going to restaurants that the packets of ketchup, just the demand for them was so high that they, they just ran out of them all over the place. Yeah. I mean, we went to McDonald's, I can't remember when it was, it must've been a couple of weeks ago now. Um, and, and they were completely out of cup holders, you know, the sort of cup. Oh yeah. Yeah. They give you for your two cups. Um, and they didn't have, not the nuggets. They had nuggets, but there's these other chicken things, like chicken selects. Te- I don't know. Yeah. Sort of, yeah, chicken tenders, I think, would be what they'd call them in the US. Like, right. they had none of those either. And it's like, I mean, I worked at McDonald's for three years. Like, those are not things they run out of. <laughs> no. Like, this is just, you know, I used to do delivery for a while. Like, for six months, I did the delivery as well. Like, it was consistent. There was always loads. Like, this is just not something that happens. And keep in mind, for McDonald's, at least in the UK, they own all of those companies that supply them. Right. Like, they're not... It's not like these are, like, just separate companies. Like, their subsidiary owns all these companies anyway. So it's like they have full control of it, and they still can't... They're still running out of stuff. Right. Yeah, it's affecting every... I mean, if it's affecting McDonald's, it's bound to affect places like Nando's and, you know, other smaller companies. Speaking of McDonald's, Rob, this is this is right up our fast food alley, which is I saw that McDonald's is uh, testing cups that have NFC tags in the bottoms of them so it can count how many times you go for refills and cut you off so the machine just won't work if you go back for like the third refill on your soda uh, did you hear about this uh, i mean i didn't but i'm just like i, I can't <laughs> like whatever that costs i know like, whatever the cost of that is is not worth it it cannot possibly be worth it because the cost to them for like the you know the soda machine right it is it's like it's negligible like it's basically nothing per drink like I, yeah that's why that's where they're making so most weird. of their they're making a ton of money off every single drink that's where they make a lot of their profits i know and oh. I, I suppose this is to keep people from you know camping out at a mcdonald's restaurant the people doing like using it as their co-working space although i don't think as nearly as many people are doing that these days as used to given the pandemic but i suppose that's the kind of person they're targeting yeah, that is that is very odd. Yeah, I I don't know how widespread it is. It's definitely being tested here in the U.S. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sure they're testing all sorts of weird stuff, but yeah, that that just seems it seems ineffective, um, or at least uneconomical, at least for them. It, but, it is kind of yeah. That was my thought. I was like, well, okay, I know NFC tags; they aren't super expensive, but now you've got like technology in your machines and in your cups that you have to maintain and deal with. Whereas before you just had a paper cup that you gave somebody to, to pour a drink into. I don't understand how you're, how much, how are you going to cover that cost with that handful of people who are going for the third and fourth refill? Yeah. I suppose I it's the it. people too, you know, people will do, I know that, I mean, this is a teenager thing I know around here is that they'll, they'll keep those cups and they'll bring them in the next time they go to McDonald's and just fill them up again. So yeah, I've I, heard of people doing that. Yeah, so maybe that's part of it. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe there's a lot of people really, you know, really pushing the envelope when it comes to to soda machines at fast food restaurants. Not us, though. No, definitely not. Um, so the last sort of little thing, um, I, I'd mentioned to you that I was just going through my Insta paper archive. Oh right, and, right. You know, and. and I, I found this link, and it's from a couple of years ago now, and it's just a guy that's like, oh, download this goose honk sound and then add it to your Mac as the error sound. Yeah. Um, and I, I did it last night, um, and it has not stopped being funny all day. Um, yeah, and and I, I get the error sound fairly often because I'm in a terminal and I'm, you know, sure. I'm doing all sorts of, all sorts of stuff. Um, the funnest, funniest one was I was scrolling the terminal, and if you hit the top of where the history is, oh. it just plays the sound over and over again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and I meant I mentioned it to my colleagues, and they were like, "You're going to be really annoyed with that." And I can tell you now, you know, ten hours later or whatever it's been, I'm not annoyed with it yet. It's still hilarious. Well, me. and hopefully they're all installing it, and that when everybody's back in an office, all you're, you'll hear all day long are honking geese. Right? It's 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 a th- call back right to your day at the windmill i mean you've got you you've got the geese all over again right exactly um but yeah this was just a little fun thing and i was like yeah no i'm gonna do that and actually yeah, <laughs> it's just amused me every time it's happened oh that's cool i like that I, that that is a that is a great life hack yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> um, you know i mean you could you know, i'm trying to think of what other amusing sounds i could use um but you know honk i think is the is the way to go. Yeah, I think that's a good one. Definitely. I mean, the, I think the air sound already sounded a little bit like a honk. So you're just you're just taking that and taking it to its logical extreme. Yeah, exactly. Cool. All right. Well, yeah, I think we've covered all our all our topics here. Where there was a nice mixture of of different things and stories and <laughs> yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, definitely. Well, I will next time we get together, I will report back to you on my first impressions of the ps5 since you know nine months later everybody's wondering what the ps5 is like <laughs> right right well, this is the thing i mean people are waiting for the john Voorhees review <laughs> right <laughs> right doesn't sony know that they, these people have been waiting for nine months <laughs> right i mean there's at least four people who are waiting to hear what you think yeah, of the ps5 <laughs> exactly maybe maybe even six rob maybe six. Oh, we'll see we'll see all right oh, well dear. enjoy the rest of your day Uh, Adieu. Speak to you later. Bye.